Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, all about movies, and today my guest is Jordan Gertner, and we're going to talk about, oh, what a fun film. I love this movie. She Rose. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jordan. Thank you so much, Jan. It's awesome to be here with you. Well, thank you. Oh, my God. You've got a hit here, I have to tell you. I sometimes go into these movies a little hesitantly, sometimes, because I never know exactly what the movie's going to be like, and I have to tell you, this was just a fun movie, a, a fun ride. It certainly reminded me of Charlie Zane. Angels, for sure, but it's just a fun, fun, fun movie and a great cast. So we'll dig into it very deeply. First, our audience knows, Jordan, you, yeah, actually, you're the writer, director, and producer of Shiro's. So you you held a lot of different roles in, in this film. But let's tell the audience a little bit about what Shiro's is all about. Well, Shiro's is the story of four women who are fiercely loyal to one another who decide to go on a trip to Thailand together. And once they arrive in Thailand, they go out for some fun and they go out for some partying and um, things turn somewhat upside down when one of the friends is ultimately kidnapped by a local cartel in Thailand. And the four, uh, three remaining friends need to use their collective skills to um, save their friend and escape Thailand unscathed. There you go. That's the movie. Well, okay. Let's talk about, the, I mean, it is a fun ride. The actresses are all really interesting to watch. I really love the cast. I fell in love with Wallace Day. She reminds me of a young and Angelina Jolie for sure I don't know if you felt that way too but she's just like she when she's on camera you just can't take your eyes off of her she's exquisite Wallace is fantastic and yes I, I had those same type of feelings like when I first met her and she has uh, she's incredibly talented I mean yes. such an amazing actor and can do the physical action incredibly well but she also has that something special about her where uh, a particular energy or whatever it is, but uh, it's pretty magical. And I feel incredibly fortunate that I had the opportunity to work with her and the three other amazing right. women in this film. Yeah, I just got goosebumps about that. No, I think we're going to see a lot of Wallace Day. All of the most Sasha, Sasha Luss, I when I read that she was Russian. That's interesting. So how did you, I mean, they're all incredible. Isabel Furman, who's been acting since she was a child. Sky Jackson also, who's been acting since she was a child. It's a great cast, great chemistry. So let's talk about the casting process and how you about the casting process because they're all pretty amazing in this well you know um i went through an extensive casting process on this film and i met so many wonderful and incredibly talented actors it was for me it was about connection it was about connecting with people that really understood the material and the story i wanted to tell and the and the type of way i wanted to tell this story and when i met with um sasha wallace sky and isabel there was that kind of immediate connection and um, they got what i was trying to build out here and I understood in working with them that they would create and build off this blueprint that I had in front of everyone and bring these characters to life in a way that I couldn't imagine. And when they actually did it, I mean, I was just completely like blown away and thrilled. Yeah. I mean, the chemistry between all of them. So did they have a long rehearsal time to develop that chemistry or was it pretty immediate from the beginning? Well, we were shooting in the midst of COVID. So we didn't have the amount of time together that I was hoping we would have. So I decided I'd rather create like physical connection than rehearsal time with each other. Mm -hmm. So when they came to Phuket, I had arranged a bunch of activities that we could all do together and get to know each other. 
whether that was spending the day on a catamaran, just swimming and eating and talking, or family-style dinners, or visiting an elephant orphanage. So we did all these things together that allowed us to really kind of bond and connect with each other. And the amazing thing was, this was only after a few days, like these women had connected with each other in a way that was like so special. It was like they'd known each other for their entire lives. And in, in that happening, there was such a sense of trust with each other that they were able to provide a safe space for each other to really like go at it and like build these characters out and do everything that they wanted to do. So I feel so lucky and so fortunate that I had the opportunity to work with um, these four amazing people that were open to connecting with each other and wanting to connect with each other. So it, it was a real gift. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, that you certainly left this open for a sequel for sure. <laughs> I see a sequel in your future, Jordan. Yeah, it would be an, an amazing and wonderful opportunity that I would welcome taking these talented women off into some other beautiful location and getting them into some trouble and seeing how they find their way out. Exactly, exactly. Phuket, what a wonderful place to film this. How did you decide on Phuket? Well, first of all, I have to say Phuket is the most beautiful office in the world. <laughs> yes, it is. I had originally written the script for another location and a group of people I was working with said, you know, would you ever consider shooting in Thailand? And I said, I, I'm open to it. Absolutely. So we, we took a trip down there. And about five minutes after I got off the plane, there was no question I was making the film there. Not only is it incredibly beautiful and lush and, and, you know, wonderful locations, but the people there are wonderful. The crew is so incredibly talented. So to have the opportunity to kind of build out this world and create these characters and work in Thailand was something that I just jumped on. And uh, yeah, shooting at Phuket was incredibly beautiful, great locations, again, wonderful people. And Thailand became a backdrop to the film. It became almost like the sixth character in the movie. So it it was great to be able to explore the beautiful regions there. We shot in Phuket and we shot in Bangkok and um, provide a great backdrop for uh, the journey that we all go on with Shiraz. Yeah, you're right. It is like a sixth character in this film for sure. And it's beautiful and lush and it's beautifully photographed. It did, you know, again, there's a lot of action in this film and a, each one of the, these wonderful actresses had to do a lot of physical work on this film. Did they, had all of them had that kind of a background going into it or did they all have to learn many of these skill sets as they went to film this movie. Well, Sasha had a lot of these skill sets through her experience working on Anna, the film that Luke Besson had directed. And Wallace had recently come off of a few things where um, she was pretty proficient in understanding stunts dealing with weaponry or um, physical fighting. So, you know, I was lucky that they both had a pretty good handle on that. When they all arrived in Thailand, we did spend time with them working on the specific skill sets that they would need in order to fulfill whatever type of action their particular characters would be working on. So by the time we came around to shooting, uh, they were all pretty uh, great at what they had in front of them. It really comes across on the screen. It does that they were very proficient at what they were doing for sure. They were great with what they were doing and uh, the crew that I had around me was great at what they were doing and they were able to create and choreograph these uh, wonderful action scenes and give our Shiro's an opportunity to kind of really show that they can um, kick ass with the best of them. Yeah. 
They definitely can. So tell me what inspired this movie. What inspired this movie was my love of movies. I was growing up and going to the theater and getting lost in, you know, some world and forgetting about everything going on in your life. And, and a lot of those movies that really excited me were those late 80s and 90s action films, whether it was with Schwarzenegger or Stallone or Bruce Willis. So I love that adrenaline-fueled thrill ride that you know, I would go on in those movies. But I wanted to create a film that was different than those movies. I wanted to create that same thrill ride and go on that same journey with women, taking on that role, those roles that I had watched growing up and just showing that they can do the same thing and they can kick ass and you can have a, a great experience and feel motivated and, and inspired in watching this particular journey. So that's why I wanted to, to make Shiro's. That's where this the idea and the desire to uh, make the film came from. Did you base any of these characters on anyone that you know personally? No, I think that like through the writing uh, process, it's all based on experiences and connections. So I'm sure if I peeled back the layers of each one of these women, there'd be a little bit of everybody I know in them. Some of the best and some of the worst, <laughs> but uh, nobody in particular. I guess that's good, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody just goes, hey, that looks like me, or that you know, has that kind of take character. Good, don't take the bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What was the most difficult? You said you shot during COVID. Was that the most difficult part of shooting this, or were there other things that were difficult? COVID was the obstacle that we had in front of us, and we were able to navigate that. And I feel incredibly fortunate that the people I had around me on this film... Um, provided for no, no obstacles or no, you know, there's always challenges in making a film, but any challenge we had in front of us, we were able to navigate and uh, get through and uh, create an end result that was better than I'd ever imagined. So I feel very lucky that um, on this film, it was somewhat seamless in terms of uh, experiences and uh, potential problems. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. How long was your shooting schedule on this? Uh, we shot for a little over a month on this one. That's, you know, late nowadays I'm hearing like really short schedules. So a month seems like it's a lot lately, even though it really we, isn't. We, are, we, are, we had a good, good amount of time on this particular movie um, to get what we needed to do. And, um, you know, I've been producing movies for uh, a long time now. And uh, the one thing that I've learned is, uh, you never have enough time. You always want more. Okay. Um, and it doesn't matter how much money you have. You always need more. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's just about uh, taking what you have in front of you and being resourceful and prepared and making the best version of the movie you have with the resources you have in front of you. That's exactly. Exactly. What, um, how long did it take you after you wrote it to get it finally produced? Um. It was a relatively quick process. You know, I've been working on the script off and on uh, for a while, but didn't really focus on it until uh, I had the time when COVID hit and I didn't have any other films in production. Um, and then once it was pretty much done and buttoned up, we started casting and, you know, we were shooting probably within the year. Oh, that's pretty good. That is yeah. Good. I mean, I was lucky. Yeah, you definitely were on that. So what, other, I mean, other than these or these films, these action films that you were, inspired you to write this, who else inspires you? You know, when you're even just as a director, what what kind, what's your directing style, and 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 who as a, a another director perhaps that you admire, whose style do you admire that you want to emulate more? 
You know, I've had the opportunity to work with so many great directors producing movies, whether it's, you know, uh, Michael Winterbottom or Harmony Corinne, um, uh, Larry Clark, uh, Sofia Coppola. So I've had the opportunity to kind of observe over the years um, and and kind of take what I see as, as what works for me with my personality and the way that I communicate um, through what, you know, in, in terms of what they did that I saw what worked. Um, but in terms of like my style, my style is um, really about collaboration. It's about knowing that I've always said, no, you're not the smartest person in the room. Uh, it doesn't matter who is just know that it's not yourself <laughs> and then defer to the people that know what they're doing better than you. So for me, directing is all about trust and, and collaboration and being able to communicate what I would like to see and then having the people that know what they're doing better than me facilitate that. So, you know, giving the actors freedom to kind of build these characters and make them their own, um, uh, deferring to like my DP when uh, he has great ideas and creating an environment on set that's happy um, and respecting that we are, we get to play for a living and we get to create something that people will take their time out of their lives and spend their money to watch and be grateful for that. So um, be very appreciative of the process. So I kind of try and embody all of that when, when I'm directing a movie. That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. Make a happy set and that makes everybody else happy. You're right. It makes it a joy to come to work every day. A beautiful experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you have a lot of action scenes. You have a lot of, um, tell, tell, let's talk about that. How difficult was it filming some of those action scenes that you, well, it's a, there's a lot of action in the movie, but, uh, you know, some, especially the, the ending when we, our actresses are beautiful. That was that, that was complicated. I mean, that was our that was our biggest scene to shoot, and um, uh, and there was a lot of moving parts going on there. So uh, again, I had a great partner that I worked with, um, who was my DP and one of my producing partners as well, who had um, spent a lot of time, you know, making action films. So he was incredibly like well versed in that world. Um, so I could lean on him and um, defer to him in terms of uh, communicating, this is the story. Um, these are the moments that I want to create. How do we do that? And, um, you know, himself and the stunt team were able to help choreographing and create that amazing uh, climax at the end. Yeah. Uh, and we were able to, you know, facilitate great performances and great action and, uh, you know, a very heightened end to the movie, which I'm thrilled with. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a fun, it's a, it's a fun movie. You know, it's a fun ride, too. It really is. That's what it is. And it's a ride. And I've always said, it's like, if you can look at this movie as a roller coaster that you strap on at the beginning and you start going up the hill and then all of a sudden it drops and there's a couple loop-de-loops you weren't expecting and all of a sudden it's over and you got this smile on your face and you're like, let's go again. Um, that's the best way to describe Shira's. <laughs> And that's what I said. You have a sequel on your hands. There we go. <laughs> I really do. I think that I think this is going to appeal to a lot of audiences, a, a, a lot of different age groups. Obviously, it's going to appeal to you know the twenty somethings, even you know the the teens. Uh, but I think it, it's appealing for an older audience also. I definitely do because uh, I'm certainly part of that older audience, and I I just enjoyed the whole film. I just I really 
did. Um, and I, you know, thank, his, you, thank you for that. I mean, I did, I tried to make a movie for everybody, you know, I mean, obviously not younger children, but, um, a movie that like, you know, somebody in their twenties or somebody in their seventies could enjoy because it's, it's entertainment. It's yes. a movie. Yeah. It's a ride. Yeah. It's, supposed to make you laugh it's supposed to make you smile it's supposed to make you a little startled and maybe it overwhelms you at times a little bit but you know it's it's a movie that i I hope to make for the widest possible audience to enjoy which you did you definitely did yeah yeah you you did you succeeded at at that for sure let's talk about the house because that's another character too in this movie where did you find that home and yeah it's, it's beautiful Oh, I mean, in Phuket, there are just the most stunning homes, um, uh, clifftop residents, beachside residents. So, you know, we did some extensive scouting and um, very similar to the actors. Like as soon as I walked into that particular home, uh, I knew that this was the villa, you know, as uh, we refer to it in the script. Um, so the moment we walked into that and we could see those views and that pool and just like the rooms um, and the way that also you could see Phuket beyond it, you know, uh, it was important to me that the uh, the villa had a view and you felt like you were in Thailand because there are some stunning homes there that are somewhat limited in terms of knowing where you are. So it was important to find a home that, um, you know, screamed, I'm beautiful and I'm in Thailand. And that, that villa seemed to do the trick. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So how difficult was it to secure that home for the shooting shoot of this film? Uh, we, we were very lucky. I mean, uh, we had a great, again, team that worked with locations and uh, they connected with the particular people that managed and own the property. And uh, they were very open and very kind to have us come in and, and use the villa for the amount of time that we needed to uh, shoot. I mean, it was uh, a beautiful space. It had a great pool that uh, at the end of the day, we could go for a swim or jump in the ocean and cool off. And uh, it was, as I said, the most beautiful office in the world. <laughs> it really is. It really is. How about the secret room? Can we talk about the secret room? We can absolutely talk about the panic room. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was an incredibly exciting uh, thing to shoot, and that was something that um, uh, we actually shot in Bangkok. Um, but uh, yeah, the idea to have that type of secure panic room was uh, always something interesting to me, and I we needed to build and create something that felt reflective of the uh, villa that we shot in. So I think our uh, production design and art team did an amazing job of uh, seamlessly creating an environment. Uh, that felt like it was really a part of that particular space. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, it, yeah, it's an interesting room for sure, for sure. Let's talk about our token male. Well, you've got a number of different males in this film, but Jack, Jack uh, Kiersey. Is that how you say his last name? Jack Kiersey, yeah. Jack is, uh, he's fantastic. He's hes amazing in the film. Um, and he's an incredibly important part of the movie for yes. me. Because, um he needed to be there to drive the story and kind of drive the mystery of things. Um, and, and he is a part of the resolution. Um, but uh, it was also important that he didn't become as much of a central focal point of the movie um, because it was about exploring like these women and the journey that they go on and their loyalty to one another. Um, so he is a great part of the story. Mm -hmm. He creates, um, in very important elements 
to take us on this journey. He is part of those twists and turns and loops that we talked about. Um, uh, and I was thrilled to have the opportunity to work with him. He's just an incredibly talented actor. He is. He is. What else has he been in? Because he looks so familiar, and I, I, I wasn't sure what um, else I'd seen him in. Jack has been working. Uh, he's worked a lot, whether he Deadpool he was in, Without Remorse he was in. Uh, he's recently starring in the new Hellboy film. Okay. So, um, yeah, The Outpost. I mean, you've certainly seen his face around, and um, I'm quite confident that you'll be seeing a lot more of his face in the future. I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. He, he's got, again, a great energy, you know, when he's on the screen. It's one of those, you know, you, even though he's, yeah, he's gorgeous to look at. <laughs> yeah. Again, that certain quality to him that, yeah, like, you know, some people have. And uh, he, he, he's got that. So, and, and he's incredibly talented as well. So he's, he's a fantastic package and a great actor to work with. That's great. That's great. What are you working on next? Jordan. I have a film that uh, I'm going to be directing next, which is called Cam 48. And um, it's a story about this um, young woman who's into sports betting and gambling and owes bookies a lot of money. And she uh, inadvertently finds an old camcorder at a pawn shop that she discovers filmed 48 hours in the future. So she starts using this camera to, uh, to her advantage until all of a sudden she inadvertently films her own murder and has 48 hours to solve who's after her and where this camera came from. Oh, that sounds exciting. I like that plot. <laughs> Did you write this one too? I wrote this with an incredibly talented writing partner uh, that I have. So um, yeah, we're trying to create another fun, thrilling ride with some twists and turns that you don't expect and leave with a smile on your face. Yeah. Are you, have you cast this one yet? Uh, we're in the process of casting right now. So uh, we should have our cast put together relatively soon. Oh, good. So when do you um, think you're going to start shooting? We'll be shooting it this year. Great, great. Are you going to use any of the cast from this film? Um, I'm not quite sure. We're in the casting process, and we'll figure it out. There, I, I, I seem to have created a different world with all different kinds of characters, so I don't know if uh, any of the amazing, talented people I worked with on a previous film, if those pieces of the puzzle fit into this, this particular puzzle. We shall see. We shall see. That. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the different hats you wear, which do you prefer? Writing, directing, producing? Which, which? Uh, I would say there's no question, and it would be directing. Uh, I've never had a more fulfilling, creative experience in my career. I just love the process. I loved um, the idea of helping build this world and, uh, and, and working with people on a day-to-day basis with so many people and collaborating with so many people. It was an amazing experience and I enjoyed the writing process. But even in that process, the thing that surprised me the most was when I was, when I started directing the film and I had these incredibly talented people standing in front of me on these sets saying these words that I had written. And it was an emotional experience to see that this silly idea that I had in my head that ended up on paper were now coming to life. And these people were saying these words. And as much as I love writing those words, being a part of bringing those words to life from the director's standpoint was just an incredibly beautiful experience. Wow. Wow. I imagine that would be. Oh, well, Jordan, I wish you much success with Shiro's. I think you're going to, as I said, I think you have a big hit here. I think everybody's going to run to the theaters to see this. And it should be seen on the big screen. Definitely should be seen on the big screen. So where can people find 
find Shiro's. Shiro's will be out on June 23rd in select theaters and also on streaming. So there's no excuse. You can find it anywhere. Yes. So uh, definitely check it out and uh, you will not be disappointed. This is a super fun ride. Yeah, it is a super fun ride. And we need that right now to take ourselves away from everything that's going on in the world. It's good to, you know, get into the theater again or, or stream it at home and uh, just enjoy it. Absolutely. Well, Jane, thank you so much for the time. It was wonderful talking to you. And I so appreciate you watching the film and I'm thrilled that you enjoy it in the way that I hope people would. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, Jordan, for being on the show. Thank you so much. And I wish you much success. And I definitely want to have you back on for your next movie because that sounds pretty exciting too. Well, we'll see you soon then. Thanks, Jen. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a great day. To all my wonderful, loyal listeners, your love of film allows me to do what I do. If you want to support me, the best way to do that is to hit the subscribe button on the iHeart Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, on YouTube. Subscribing matters. If you are feeling really compelled, I want to hear from you. Have a burning question, comment, or review? Drop me an email at thejampriceshow.com. Thank you for listening. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies.